You are listening to Color Healing Radio, the world's first radio channel devoted to helping you obtain clarity, healing, and peace through the use of color. Are you curious about the healing power of color? Stay tuned for the color calendar with Elaine Marie. Change your colors and you change your world. everyone, and happy Color Therapy Month. Welcome to another episode of The Color Calendar, brought to you by Aura House School of Color and Light at colortherapyschool.com. I'm your host, Elaine Marie, and I will be your guide as we look through life's kaleidoscope to find the most colorful people and the most colorful events in the world. If I sound a bit giddy, it's because I have just been re-listening to last month's Color Pep Rally, and I'm all pepped up, and I've got my color therapy lights on, and there is a radiant stream of red and orange and yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet, and pink color rays shining right through me. And why am I doing this? Because today is March 1st the first day of Color Therapy Month, which is the annual worldwide celebration that we color lovers live for. It's a great excuse to show all of our beautiful colors. And this year, there are a spectrum of events from Argentina, Australia, Austria, Canada, England, France, Germany, Hong Kong, Hungary, Italy, Japan, Mexico, New Zealand, Russia, South Africa, Spain, and the good old U.S. of A. Well, (laughs) I'll try to calm down a bit because I'd like to introduce to you my guest today. She is Leslie Lee Skopik, a color practitioner, spiritual healer, and horticulturist. And Leslie just happens to be our new color ambassador, from Illinois. Leslie is the founder and the owner of Color Within, where she educates and empowers people through color therapy modalities, information, and technologies. She has worked with color for over 25 years, including a variety of color systems like Aurasoma, Color Mirrors, and Color Energy. Leslie is a former teacher of floral design and she has installed and created gardens for public schools, teaching children how to grow their own food. Well, I had heard that Leslie had a great connection with the fairies, which isn't surprising since she does spend a lot of time in her gardens and her greenhouse. So I asked her a question that I have always wondered about. Do fairies appear in different colors? I believe that Each fairy has their own 
particular entity of color. Okay, my little fairy, she's pink. The fairy that I work with, she is pink. And like the human body, we have the seven chakras. I believe each fairy, they, they all come in different colors. It's whatever they want to be. If they want to be a blue fairy, they will be a blue fairy. They can shift their colors and, and their essence as well. I do channel the fairies a lot. They tell me what to do a lot um, when I'm out in nature. You know, I want this here or I want this there. And, and I can intuitively grasp their energy in essence of, oh, I'm working with a blue fairy today or I'm working with a rainbow fairy because <laughs> they like to be rainbows too. You know, they they like to be, um, I don't know if you could say universal. So there's some days my fairy, my fairy holds pink, but she on days wants to, you know, wants to be orange. You know, I'm feeling orange today. She'll be in orange. But her true eminent vibration is a pink. And what does pink mean to you? Oh, unconditional love. Unconditional love for me is, is pink. It's my actual, my favorite go-to color. It's calming. It's that inner child <laughs> connecting to all the playfulness. And that's um, what fairies bring to us, right? Oh, the playfulness. Playfulness, yeah. Mm-hmm. Remind us to be playful. Mm-hmm. You know, well, my fairies must be working overtime then because I'm always playing when I probably should be working. We all have to have some, you have to incorporate play in our daily lives, mm-hmm. you know. I um, agree. Yeah, I learned that one time with uh, about riding an elevator. You know, we all get in an elevator and we get in there and we get crammed in and everybody's just like... You know, looking at each other, you know, just like all weird. And it's like, you know, one day it's just like on the elevator, door open. Hey, come on in. <laughs> We're all going for a ride. And, you know, because it's true. We, as human beings, I think we really have forgotten how to play with each other. You know, it's everything's so serious, you know, our jobs and, you know, work. And um, we have to find a way to play in it. So the pink always takes me to that essence of being a child and, you know, to learn to play again. Was there ever a color that you didn't like? I I would have to say there was only one time that there was a color I didn't like, and that was when I was doing some training with color mirrors. I had a real issue with, uh, it was working with one of the sprays, I think it was a pink dragon. I just had an issue with it. And you know, and I love pink and I just I just had an issue with it and so uh yeah, they made me work with that more. <laughs> we had a right they had to just keep shoving that in my face and you know <laughs> <laughs> I I have the same feeling with, with that that color I always call slime green and listeners to the show know that I've mentioned slime green many times before. So is there an advantage to working with the colors that we don't like. Oh, definitely. Definitely. 
it's like the color that you don't like it's kind of really in essence a color you really do need it's kind of to me it's like you know you you really need to plug that into your ore it has something to offer it's almost like you're trying to get over um a phobia you know a fear in essence um you know like like let's say for instance well you were saying like the the green even though it's a slime green it's slime green is just a um a different hue of the green but it you know in essence it could mean that you're really just needing to nurture yourself well it gets more balance in your life and nowadays it's easy to be out of balance you know with the environment and maybe you need a slime green bath elaine Perhaps. Uh, you might have to drag me into it, though. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'll keep that in mind, though, Leslie. I, I, I definitely will. But, you know, you were talking about being in balance. And besides Color Therapy Month, we know that the month of March is the time when we traditionally think about things like leprechauns and pots of gold and and rainbows, and I'm not not even going to try my Irish accent because it's really bad. But oh, you don't have a block. <laughs> there you go. Okay, all right. We'll use yours anyway. But we don't really need to look for the rainbows because they're really within us, aren't they? Oh, definitely. So what can what can you tell us about the rainbow chakras? The red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, and violet. I feel we are a rainbow. We do hold all the colors within us. You know, you think our chakras, we go the, the red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet. You know, we're, we're, we have that rainbow within us. And when they're healthy and balanced, we're, we're a full-blown rainbow. Um, but when we're not, we're distorted. So our red is really, it's our survival. It's our right to exist. And orange there there are feelings, the sacral chakra. It's where we own the right to feel. Um and in yellow and it's funny I'm wearing yellow today. Uh it's our personal power. It's our right to think. In green it's relationships. It's our right to love, to be loved. And blue, oh blue. Communication. To me, it's it's our communication house is, is the blue there. It's, uh, it's our right to exist. It's where we exist in our blue. It's where we, how we exist by communicating all that is to others. In indigo, that's our, our indi- intuition, our right to see, our third eye. You know, very powerful center there where we're able to connect inside ourself and outside of ourself on a multi-dimensional level. Violet is our knowingness. It's the, the right to aspire. When our chakras are blocked, though, is there an easy method that we can use to clear them by ourselves? When I first started my journey, my chakras were a mess. And I worked in the inner city, and I had to take a train. So I was on that train for about 30, 40 minutes. And so 
it was easy for me to just sit, you know, with some good, um, just soothing music in the background and just sit and, and just close my eyes and look and just do a meditation. Uh, just look and and see what those chakras looked like. And then I would start down at the root and take a look at that and just start bringing in the, bringing some red down into my crown and filling it up. And I would just go through each chakra. And anybody can do that. You can, you can, you can do a, a five minute meditation in that, you know, anywhere you are, you could just, you know, take five and just go out and regroup and close your eyes and just take a look at those centers and, and rebalance. That's what I find is the most effective way without needing some type of a tool. People can also, you know, uh, say, for instance, they're in an environment where they can, you know, focus and stare at the red and then go and look at an object that's orange and do it that way, you know, an open-eyed visual. Uh, so, like I said, for me, that was the most effective, efficient way, and I was really able to um, rebalance my energy field and get those centers all back to where they needed to be. Mm-hmm. Very, uh, it's relaxing, too. Mm. It also uh, helps, you know, get rid of any stress. You know, especially if you're stressed, you know, you work in a stressful environment, you could just go outside and, and sit for five minutes and just, you know, go through your chakras and recalibrate. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> yes, it is, and that's why we're here talking about it. <laughs> I love color. That's right. On your website, you say that your goal is to empower people through color, information, and technology. Mm-hmm. That's quite ambitious, Leslie. How do you intend to achieve that goal? Uh, basically, by sharing what I do know, you know, through the means of uh, social media, workshops, videos, consulting. I have people you know, on social media that might just have a minor issue and, you know, it's like, hey, you know, you know, you need the yellow, get out there, connect with the sun, you know, bring more yellow in, uh, you know, might tell them you got any yellow essential oil, you know. So through however I can, you know, like I said, through social media is my, my main forum and um, I hope to be doing some more workshops and getting out there even uh, via YouTube. That's where everybody is well-connected today is through social media. Right. And it's a good place to talk about Color Therapy Month, right? Oh, yes, it is. (laughs) Well, let's talk about Color Therapy Month because it is the month of March. And in my humble opinion, you are the ideal representative because you are so enthusiastic about color and you've worked with it for so many years and, and you just want to spread the word about all of its healing abilities, which I absolutely appreciate. So in your role as color ambassador, you're one of five color ambassadors this year. In your role as color ambassador, what is it that you would like the world to understand about color therapy? First off, Elaine, I want to thank you because I am truly honored to be a color ambassador. It's been long overdue that... um, I'm able to 
express my love for for color and color therapy uh, because it's color therapy is it's easy it's a safe method of achieving well-being and health uh, it's it's cost efficient you don't need to go out and purchase any expensive healing tools or potions or tarot decks you, you know you, you don't need that you can support yourself in many ways just in your home, by your clothing choices, the food you're going to eat, visualization, herbs and vitamins, they have a color connection as well. Uh, gemstones, music, music all is connected to color as well. Uh, each musical note has its own color and frequency, and, and there are affirmations. So... These are things that um, can be an individual can use and support themselves. And I think that the problem in today's society is that people are just unaware that they have this potential to do their own healing for themselves. All they really need to do is be aware that they have this energy field within them, that they are energy and they are a rainbow love it absolutely love it it's that simple mm -hmm. you know if someone is listening to this show right now and they want to experience the healing power of color in less than five minutes let's say because we all have very short attention spans or at least i do is there a particular color exercise or technique that you would suggest that they try Besides what you've already mentioned about balancing the chakras? I would just say, go to your closet. Look at what's in your closet and what color are you drawn to in the moment? Put it on. Or go to your underwear drawer. Or or go to your refrigerator. There, yeah. Now we're talking. <laughs> right. You know, what are you drawn to? It depends what kind of, uh, you know, what kind of food intake you do. But, you know, I usually have... I've got all the colors of fruit in my house and vegetables. So, you know, if I'm needing something, you know, I just go and eat one of those fruits. It's very simple. Five minutes. You know, again, you've, you've experienced so many different color systems and you've read so many books and had so many different mm -hmm. types of color mentors. Is there any one book or person who has made the most impression on the way that you use and perceive color today? Yes, 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 yes. One of my most favorite books, and the one person who really, really inspired me is um, a book called Healing for the Age of Enlightenment by Stanley Burroughs. Uh, he's, he's deceased, but he was a person that you know, I was always familiar with systems and the chakras, and it, his book was the most profound book because it ref, it reflects balanced nutrition. It talks about color therapy, and it's based off of um, Babbitt and Dinshaw. I'm not sure if you're familiar with those and their hypotheses and. It took me to a whole different level about color therapy because I didn't realize how 
light therapy in essence was a lot different than working with your traditional chakras. When you work with light therapy, light therapy has its own different color system and placement. And he really educated me on things I did not know. Um, you know, just biochemistry with uh, elements, you know, like iron and magnesium and, you know, the elements according to color classification. You know, I had no idea, you know, that calcium was an orange-related color, um, you know, or magnesium's yellow. And he just really took me to a different level with color therapy. So I I just love this man. I wish I wish I would have known Stanley because um, mm-hmm. he was just all about color therapy and eating properly. Um, he created I don't know if you ever heard of the lemonade diet. Oh, absolutely. He started the lemonade diet. So he he is you know he's my boss. He he's. He's just very profound. Dinshaw has always been very profound, his work. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a, a love for Dinshaw as well. But Stanley was the one, Stanley Burroughs, um, he's the one who just took me to a whole nother level. Mm-hmm. So bless his soul wherever he may be. Bless <laughs> his color-picking soul. <laughs> yeah. You well, you have planned a special color therapy event for Color Therapy Month. Would you like to tell us about that? Oh, you bet. My event is called Coloring Out the Cobwebs. And what I am going to be putting out there to everyone and anybody who wants to get involved and participate is I have... um In my event section, you could go there, and I am offering a Mandela to color. Uh, It's in a PDF format. You could go and print the Mandela, and I want everybody to come and color with me for Color Therapy Month. It's a good way for anybody to participate, get your crayons, pencils out, or whatever type of medium you want to use, and color your Mandela. And those who wish to really want to participate, once they've colored their Mandela, they can take and send their Mandela back to me in three different ways. Either they could take a picture of it and email it to me. Um, They could send it via snail mail to me, or they could post it on social media. And those who participate in this event in coloring their Mandela, um, I'm going to send them a little color therapy gift, a color therapy package based on their Mandela that they have colored. So as you all know, we're not all going to color that Mandela the same color. So I'm going to use my expertise in what person has shown to me, and I'm going to send them in their little package, just some little tools that they can use to support them every day. And um, I have created a card, a nice, like the size of a postcard, and it has the chakras on there and um, their meanings and just support there. So that will be one of the items in the gift that they will receive. Wow. That sounds like fun. 
Yeah, it's, you know. And who doesn't like to color these days? <laughs> exactly. You know, when coloring is just becoming a big thing and coloring is just a great way, especially, I'm sorry, if you're a man or a woman, I'm especially all these men out there, you know, they're so stressed. They come home from this job and what a good way. You don't just get your crayons out or your pencils in. You know, it's such a good way to undo stress and relax and it's fun, and it also brings out the inner child, you know. We you know, we all remember what it's like when we were kids to color. Who didn't color when they were a kid? I did. <laughs> oh, I still do. I don't, I don't color uh, inside the lines anymore, but, <laughs> but oh, yeah. Oh, those it's were the funny days. you say that, you don't color inside the lines anymore. You know, my mother, she was like... My mother was an artist. She was a fabulous artist. And um, she had dementia really bad. And, you know, she she stopped drawing at one point. But that was that was how I would help my mother um, keep her mind going. I would, I would bring Mandela's and, you know, I would color with her, you know. And, yeah, sure, she started coloring outside the lines, but it didn't matter. Because just to watch her... In this age, you know, in her 80s, you could see the child just emanating out of her while she was coloring. You know, you, you saw you saw a three-year-old in this, you know, beautiful 85-year-old woman. So it's therapeutic on any level. I mean, even for kids. So I invite everybody of any age to participate in my event, Coloring the Cobwebs. And that event is being held at Color Within, and that's www.colorwithin.com. So I just want to mention that. Well, I am now thinking about ending this interview because I have to go in color. So, <laughs> You know, Elaine, I do want to tell you, I am offering an event, the event as well, through social media on Facebook. So they can Wonderful. find me on Facebook um, on my page at Color Within as well. Excellent, excellent. Well, Leslie... We don't have any more time to talk. I'm sorry. And <laughs> but but the color therapy month festivities have now just begun and and before we go, I want to ask you one last question and that is with all your years of studies and fun with color and and experiences with color systems, what is that one thing? That one thing that has surprised you most about color? How effective it is. That is the big mind-blowing for me. No matter when I work with color, I still am just amazed how effective it is. It's mind-blowing to me. Here's what's happening on the color calendar for March 2016. Alejandra is launching her four-part Rainbow Liquid Light series on Tuesday, March 1st, online. Leslie Lee Skopik is hosting Coloring Out the Cobwebs from Tuesday, March 1st through Thursday, March 31st, online. A Color Mirrors workshop transitioning into the new chakra frequencies will be held on Saturday, March 5th, and Sunday, March 6th, in Castle Rock, Colorado. 
Bernadette Williams is teaching a color light technique class on Sunday, March 6th in Sedona, Arizona. On Sunday, March 6th through Tuesday, March 8th, Dorothy Barr has scheduled an Arasoma Essentials course in Broad Beach, Australia. Fabian Maman is teaching a sound and color workshop on Friday, March 11th through Sunday, March 13th in Belluno, Italy. Debbie Blake will be leading an Arasoma Level 3 course from Friday, March 11th through Wednesday, March 16th in Katy, Texas. I will be offering a Rainbow Crystal Journaling Workshop through Aura House School of Color and Light on Wednesday, March 16th online. On Saturday, March 19th, Brenda Dunn hosts an Aurora Essence Color Workshop in Bedlington, England. Your Heart on Art is presenting an Expressing Your Feelings Through Color Workshop on Sunday, March 20th in Nashville, Tennessee. Diantha Harris is leading a Simply Color Day book signing and color presentation on Monday, March 21st in Bermuda Bay, Florida. A Subtle Energy Massage Course with Orasoma will be held on Friday, March 25th through Sunday, March 27th in Munich, Germany. Lean Potgieter will be offering personal mini color readings on Friday, March 25th in Benoni, South Africa. Mark Wentworth will be teaching a Color for Life Module 1 course on Friday, March 25th through Sunday, March 27th in Athens, Greece. On Saturday, March 26th, Arlene Arnold is giving a presentation called Clear Your Mind, Expand Your Intuition Through Color Frequencies in Kent, Washington. And I will be broadcasting a special Color for Peace meditation on Thursday, March 31st, right here on Color Healing Radio. And that's what's happening on the color calendar for March. If you would like to contact the organizers of the events mentioned on the show today, go to the calendar page at colortherapymonth.com. Or, if you have a colorful event that you would like to submit for a future show, please email your request to aurahouse at yahoo.com. Many thanks and many blessings to Leslie Lee Skopik for joining us today. To learn more about her work, please visit colorwithin.com. And if you'd like to know more about me, Elaine Marie, please visit my Aura House School of Color and Light website at colortherapyschool.com. Before we go, I just want to remind you that Color Therapy Month is not just for color therapists. Color is a gift, and it's for everybody to enjoy. If you're looking for ways to get your Color Therapy Month spirit on, listen to the Color Pep Rally episode located in the Color Healing Radio archives. And don't forget to visit our Color Therapy Month page on Facebook. So until next time, have a happy and healthy Color Therapy Month. And no matter how you feel or where on the planet you live, don't forget to stop and enjoy the pretty colors. Namaste. Namaste.